What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I will reminisce on our strange trip to Cincinnati. In honor of a great week 18 in the NFL, we will list our top five finishes of all time, not necessarily sports-related. We will recap our season-long prop bets that we made before the season, before diving into the first playoff edition of The Bookie Show. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Juicy one. Oh. Hmm. You ever get your nails stuck in the tab? Uh, no, but I just clipped my nails, so I had a hard time getting it open. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Pew, pew, pew. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I'm one of your hosts, C. Travis Knoll. Mm-hmm. Joining me, as per usual, I just realized I didn't write down a nickname for you. <laughs> uh, Elvis Coin, uh, what up, Coin? TCU is down 52 to 7. Pass me the remote canole, canole so I can turn this shit off. <laughs> a what up? No. Good one, good one. Thank yeah, you. I got thrown off my game. I uh, Coming off the live pod and just getting back in the swing of things. I, That's I fucked okay. up. I People fucked up, but, so much. but I did bring a beer, so that's all that matters. That's all that really matters. Um, I'm going to assume that nobody uh, took our college bet seriously when we picked TCU to cover against Georgia. We sh- they sure, sure shouldn't have. And we, anyways, I, we flipped, so it didn't count. I do, have, I do have text evidence before the game of Elvis text to me. No, I think the play is Georgia, so I'm not going to count it. I already said, we'll get to Bookie Show, but I'm not counting our picks from last week. It was all just a crapshoot at a bunch of Bills, Bengals picks. Granted, I did get the, we did both call the under and Steelers, Ravens, but most of the picks were voided, so we're mm-hmm. not counting TCU. We make the rules. We make the rules, yeah, so it's okay. we make the rules, exactly. Um, speaking of making the rules, not really speaking of that. We had a coworker that would always say, speaking of, and then go in a totally different direction. But anyway, <laughs> um, what are you drinking for me this evening? Noel, I've got for you from Migration Brewing, the Mohazic IPA. I think I may have had it on here before. It's a delicious little hazy um, from a local brewery. It's a nice pink can with a blue dot in the middle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty simple. It's certainly not one of my favorite cans in the world, um, but I like the colors. It kind of reminds me of cotton candy. Oh, yeah. Pink and blue, it's, yeah. looks kind of more red on your screen, I guess, but it's pink. It does. Um... Yeah, it's a tropical hazy, very smooth, very easy to drink. I recognize the name, but not the can. I don't. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just because the can is not memorable. When, when you came here for uh, your bachelor party, this is where the brewery I took you to. Oh, that's why. So I don't yeah. think you've had that beer on the pod, but I've had okay. that beer before. Great. Um, Coin I have for you from mm. Yazoo Brewing, which is Yahoo. in Nashville. Back in Nashville, so I'm getting the local one. This is just called the. Yazoo Pale Ale. Oh, look, it's getting very confused. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta turn that. Thing oh, there we go. There we, <laughs> there go. we go. Can you see it? There you go. Oh, 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 I like oh, that. Oh, oh. It's actually not that as great as you think. It's like uh, that's just the Yazoo uh, label or logo. The Yazoo logo, is which great. is nice. It kind of looks like a circus tent almost. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then the background of the can is just like a crayon drawn picture of uh, like a pickup truck in like the desert with some like mm. palm trees around maybe it sure is um i don't know if that's their thing if they have a bunch of crayon drawings or this one in particular mm-hmm. is 
I don't love it, honestly. I, like I said, I do like the Yazoo logo, but that's about it. And right. it's just called the Yazoo Pale Ale. And honestly, the beer's fine, too. So probably won't <laughs> get this one again. Pretty bland. Pretty bland beer all around. This is uh, one of the first times in a while that I went to the liquor store and bought just a single beer that they oh, had. Nice. So glad I don't have six of these things. What's a single beer for you? Like three is like three bucks there usually. This one was two. This was a, a pint, and it was only like two seventeen or something like that. That's not bad at all. It's I remember because I had two dollars in my wallet, and I had to use my card, but just barely. So mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Considering you'd pay way more than that at the bar, but you certainly I guess would. that's always the case when you buy at the yeah. store. So. Uh, coin since we last potted, although I did yeah. give a disclaimer at the beginning of the pod, we took a little trip down to Cincinnati. Big city. We want to recap our trip for our beers this week? Your Let's thoughts on our That's trip to Cincy? Doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I was first going to start with, oh, we are, because we, we recapped the, the New Year's already, right? We did, yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So we did a nice little drive Monday morning down to Cincinnati. We had this beautiful trip, our day all planned out. Uh, we, we stop in Indianapolis, have lunch with one of your wife's friends, um, yep, get to sure. our hotel room, check in, go, uh, pop across the street, have a couple beers at this, uh, kind of pizza place that you recommended place kind of sucked. wasn't great. <laughs> Bad however, however, they did have a bucket of lingers for $10, which true. is fucking awesome. That is true. Five, Five wings, 10 bucks, 10 bucks is good. Good deal. Um, ended up not eating there. weren't really feeling it. And this is probably at like so. Game is at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Eight thirty game. Uh, this is probably five p.m. Four thirty. Five. Uh, I think it's probably yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So then we mosey on over to the orange room, if mm. if I'm correct again. The orange room. That sounds right. The house. Of, no. no, house of orange. House of orange. House of orange. Yeah. House of orange. You're correct. Yeah. Um, again, bucket of lingers for ten bucks. Just a fantastic deal all around. So we got to drink plenty of linglings, which yes. is obviously what I want to do when I travel to the East Coast. Yeah, ish. I guess Cincinnati's not really East Coast, but yeah, whatever. It's it east is. enough to to have serve east enough. Yeah, yeah, east enough to the Yingling land. Um, had a few wingies there. Wingies were pretty dang good. Solid. I was yeah, yeah not not bad wings at all. Um, and then, and then we started to make our way over to the game. We, we, it's like probably 6.30, you know, we figured we have a little walk over there. Eh, it's probably later than that, probably like 7, 7.15. I think it was, yeah, getting close to 7.30 because we were going to uh, end up getting there. I mean, we didn't get there much before kickoff, so. True. Yeah. Um, but it's a pretty sweet walk. So we ended up staying on the Kentucky side uh, is where, like, so the, the Paycor Stadium, which is where the Bengals play, is right along the Ohio River. Uh, which separates Ohio and Kentucky. That's a little geography lesson for you. Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky. Then so we walk across um, our hotel, and these two bars we were at are right on the river. And then so we just get up, and you walk across, and you start walking across the bridge, and it just pops you out right at the stadium. It's a pretty sweet walk. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's nice. Lots of fans also, walking in. It also just so happened, at that point of the night, it was like 60 degrees and just oh, like a perfect temperature, So, and you yeah. have the lights going over the bridge, so very, very pleasurable walk. Yeah, extremely. Uh, everybody is in like such a good mood. The atmosphere around the stadium is fucking awesome. Like, these people are jacked up. It's probably, we talked about it in the stadium. I was like, this has to be like the biggest regular season game in Bengals history, probably. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that what, Bengals 11-4... and four, 
Bills at twelve and three, and this is for like a lot of seating. Seating. Um, what what's the word I'm looking Implications, for? Implications. Implications. Thank you. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, and then so we get into the game immediately. We buy a round of drinks, finish those pretty quickly, get back to our seat. You got to run to the bathroom, immediately come back with two more beers, and we're having a good time. We're starting to feel good. We're feeling ourselves. I will say, on the way to the bathroom, I was going to look for some food, and I tripped over something, and I looked down, and there was a full white claw just <laughs> rolling right. along the ground. <laughs> so I picked it up, and then I was like, well, I have a drink for Katie, so I might as well buy two for Elvis and I. So I came back That's with nice. two drinks. Yeah, free free white claw on the ground. Free white claw. Ground white claw at the Paycor yeah. Stadium. Amazing. <laughs> Good review. Yeah. Um, then we're getting going, and the game kicks off. The game is fucking awesome. First drive. Uh Tyler Boyd touchdown, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, right off the bat, the Bills come right back, uh, go to kick a field goal, or they're down in the red zone. Looks like they're probably going to score, get stuffed, kick a field goal. We put a lot of money on the over. We were ready for it. Uh, I just realized that only Tyler B's scored in that game. Mm-hmm. Correct. Boyd and Bass. Okay, mm-hmm. continue. Uh, <laughs> and then next drive, just like the worst thing you could possibly imagine happening after you travel across the country to go to a football game we watched a guy who's like legally dead for a couple minutes i think yeah i definitely watched a guy die we can say that now because he's like alive and well and he's he got good released now. yeah he's from chill. the hospital now yeah um i didn't know what was going on i, I mean did did you notice him fall down no that was i was saying yeah. that to uh that people were asking like oh was that? i was like well the play happened and it was a routine play so i looked away like i was talking yeah, we were to just guys chatting. Or i was talking to somebody else and then there was like commotion, whatever. Somebody was down. I was like, okay, somebody's, you know, got a little injury. They do not tell us anything, nothing for an hour and 15 minutes. We literally get no information from the stadium. Yep. And so then after this guy is down and the ambulance comes out, there is quite literally 60,000 people just staring at their phones, trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. And nobody really has that good a service. We're starting to get like texts come in. And then the guy next to me, his first ever Bengals game, also. First, like, lifelong Bengals fan, his first game. <laughs> um, he pulls up the video, and uh, yeah, we just watch DeMar Hamlin go into cardiac arrest on the field. So, not that chill. Not that chill. The ambulance came out. So, yeah, we were all getting texts from all kinds of people. So, yeah, like I've told everybody, we. The people watching at home had a lot more information than we did. Yeah, it took like exactly an hour. Said too. They said the game has been suspended. And then, I don't know, they didn't say for how long. And no. then, I don't know, what, half hour later, they said the game has been postponed. 45, probably, yeah, some half yeah, hour, 45. 45. Yeah. It was a weird vibe. I would say the vibe was very much, because everybody started to gather the information of what had happened, like, everyone was like, well, obviously I want this game to continue playing. But I don't think anyone was, like, furious or, like, totally, no, not like... Not this is bullshit. I think everyone sort of understood, but more so than the people watching at home and the people on Twitter and stuff. People in the stadium were like, this kind of sucks. This kind of sucks. Everybody watching at home, it's easy to say like, oh yeah, you got to cancel the game. You got to cancel the game. And then we're just like, do you? Yeah. You did. You definitely. They I did. feel like we talked about it. And the more so, I feel like I understood. I was like, I know you're going to cancel the game. Just do it. At least put us out of our misery. It's right. like, if you're going to make us wait this long, like, will you continue? Because... It sucks, but yes, obviously, I would have preferred that's what happened. Right, exactly. Selfishly, but I mean, like you said, we weren't mad. 
no. than anything like that. It was just like it's the situation sucked. It sucks, and it's just like it's just like getting your flights delayed for nine hours, and then them finally canceling it. Just cancel mm-hmm. it from at at eight a.m. Right, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So then, what did we decide to do after that? So then, um, I would say so. I was going to describe the mood in the stadium was like so somber and weird. It was yeah. it was really quiet, like you said. It was really quiet, and then people started to figure it out, and then it got a little chatty, and then at one point there was a fight. It looked like in like the bottom stands on like the hundred level. It was that was weird. And then everybody starts filing out, and I was like, well, it's 9.15, or what was it, 10.15 or something like that? Uh, yeah, that sounds right, yeah. Mm-hmm. 10.15, I was like, well, we could just go, try to go get a drink at a bar. And at this point, Travis is being a huge bummer, like the biggest bummer you could imagine. <laughs> and then I was being a bummer, yeah. I admit it as, <laughs> as much. You did. And I got you over it quick. Did. I got over it you quick. Did. It was like the whole walk, and it was partially because we tried to find a bar... And the bar that we tried to go to was like closed and then we were just wandering and then I was just pissed. So we finally sat down at a bar and then took me about eight minutes at the bar and then I I decided to turn it around. Eight's generous to yourself. I like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've also talked before because that is also one of the things that pisses me off is aimless wandering without knowing where you're going is like, it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, after some gentle ribbing from Katie and I for probably like 10-ish minutes, you got over it. You totally did. I'd say And eight. then we, we had a pretty fun night. Like, I had a pretty good time. We had a very good night. Yeah, I agree. A very good night. Uh, drank a little too much, for sure. Yes, yeah, Probably one of the highlights is we decided to do like a credit card roulette because um, we all had the same credit card to yeah. see who would pay for the... Uh, Katie has a very good video of the first one where he... You can't hear the uh, bartender speaking, but you can see him look down at the at the card and then look up and mouth the word Elvis. And then <laughs> we all just look at you and <laughs> like, it was fantastic. <laughs> but even better, yes. then some guy was trying to get drinks behind us and I told him, you can get a drink if you play credit card roulette with us and our drinks. And he says, okay. And I somehow managed to tell the bartender, make sure you pick this one. And he did. <laughs> so we just got this rando to pay for our drinks thinking that he got randomly picked. But Shouts that, that cool. guy. Yeah, Shouts he didn't seem guy. too butthurt about it. He was in pretty nah. good spirits. Nah, Honestly, the, the mood in the bar was pretty good, consider, like all things considered. And it was pretty packed in there. And it was, it was fun. It was a good I bar. really enjoyed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then what happened on the way home? On the way home, I don't recall. There was a stretch. Uh, well, it was dumping rain, and yeah, I it was decided pissing on us. I decided to get blacked out for like twenty minutes, probably. Eh, it was like thirty-eight <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Uh, from the time we left the bar until about thirty-eight minutes later, when I didn't know where I was and I was just getting dumped on by rain, <laughs> I I came out of my blackout having like nine missed calls from each Elvis and Katie. And so I finally answer the phone. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at the map. I'm only 0.4 away from the hotel. And it's dumping rain. So I hang up and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sprint there. Like, I'm just going to make it and it's, I mean, it's going to take me no time. So I, sp- <laughs> I sprint for like six blocks. And then I look at my phone and it says I'm now 0.8 away from the hotel. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So I sprinted the exact opposite direction that I was supposed to sprint. And then I was trying to order an Uber and it said it was going to take 28 minutes to get there. Ended up just getting completely soaked. But I did make it back to the hotel. And uh, this is probably at like, I don't know, 2.30? Yeah. 3? Because then we stayed up and played cards for 45 minutes. And uh, it was late. It was very late. All in all, good time though. 
Yeah, yeah. losing Travis was pretty funny. It was I it was uh I lost both of you. We we made, you made this weird turn like halfway back and I was with Katie still. I was like, "Okay, we'll go look for him." And then we were passing this McDonald's and I went to the left of McDonald's and she went to the right and then I just never saw her again for like yeah. 30 more minutes and I was like, Good. "Okay. Good. <laughs> what, yeah. what are we doing here?" <laughs> Man, if it uh yeah, could have been worse. It ended yeah. up a good night. Mm-hmm. Then we drove back, cruised on we, back. Yeah, and then we had to wake up at nine in the morning to drive home, which yeah. wasn't as fun. And I made us wake up that early because I figured that I wouldn't be able to just haul ass and drive straight through, but we made a really good time, and then we had extra time at home. Which so. was nice. Could have slept nice for to, yeah. It was nice to shower. Yeah, I needed we did that shower. one. Yeah, we didn't have hot water in our hotel, so they gave us half price. That was also nice. Yeah, that was also sweet. Definitely worth it. And then Elvis got home at 3 a.m. because his flight yeah, got delayed. <laughs> flight delays, man. I know, I know that you bitched about it a ton on the last pod, but holy fuck. I, we, my flight was the earlier of the two. I was supposed to leave Chicago at 6. Had a connection in Denver at 8.30. My flight ends up getting delayed until 9 p.m. in Chicago. Um, so obviously I missed my connection in Denver. But then I bought a Southwest flight for 10.20 and so I land at about 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. in Denver. Um, and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to like book it off this plane and like hope that they hold the door for me or something like that. And then I get there, we get there, and it's like, oh, delayed 20 minutes, takes off at 1040. I'm like, oh, this is fucking perfect. Like, it actually worked out for me. This is great. No, it got delayed <laughs> another two and a half hours, and mm. I don't even leave Denver until 1.15. And then I walk into my door and I... I, I walk into my door at home at 3.30 in the morning, which was mm. just fantastic. So happy. That's brutal. Yeah. So, all that said, was it worth it? Yes. Also, we potentially are getting refunds for our tickets. Which Sounds like we're getting stuff. refunds, yeah. I, uh, I, I let you know that I bought the tickets through a third-party website. Not to throw money around. No one, we did spend $300 on these tickets. They were expensive. We're, it the was an expensive, expensive game. NFL yeah. tickets for sure ever, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this website I bought through, it was like, oh, since we're third party, we can only do a credit voucher. And I was like, you're not giving me a fucking credit voucher for $1,000. So yeah. you're, you'll figure it out. I was like, look into why the game was canceled. Maybe just, you know, hate to pull a DeMar Hamlin card on him, but I will if it means <laughs> I get my money back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, good trip. So that's mm-hmm. it. Our beers. Anything for beers? Nope. That's it, Noel. Okay. All right. So end of the regular season. We'll start with this. Um, great finish to the regular season, would you say? I would say so. It was a good finish. Some good games yesterday. Week 18 yeah. had some good good games. Ending with Detroit Green Bay was a good one. Um, mm-hmm. Tennessee Jags was a good one to decide that division. Um, but I don't right know if I would call one. it the right team the right one. team one. I don't know I if I would both, call it. I think in both games, even like the Lions were a better team than the Packers. I think that that's fair. I agree. I just assumed Rodgers would pull it out of his ass, um, mm-hmm. but no. I think the right teams won. The right teams yeah. got in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it like one of the best finishes of all time, though. I certainly wouldn't. But perhaps if someone asked you, "What are the top five finishes of all time?" Perchance. Would you be able to give that list? Perhaps I certainly could. Oh, are we drafting okay. or are we ranking? Oh, I just, I mean, hopefully not, you don't take any of mine because I only have five. I don't, but I'm confident we won't. We can okay. just go back and let's just go back and forth. Yeah, I'll go back and forth. All right. So okay. we're going to give you 
No criteria. The only thing that Elvis told me to do was pick the five best finishes, right? Yep. Yep. I okay. sure did. Okay. You you go first. So let me see if I went the right direction. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go number one. Um, I'm going to go Fat Man being dropped on Nagasaki uh, wow. by the United States government on uh, Japan. Uh, the bomb landed on August 9th of 1945, and the war ended less than a month later. So I would call that a finisher. Like, uh, they were like, okay, we've had enough. Like, that was our finishing move. You know what I mean? I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that being... Did you give, like, a death toll or anything? Or, I, didn't, or? I didn't look up the death toll. I would say lots. Wait, though. this was... Which, which came first, Hiroshima or Nagasaki? Hiroshima was first, Nagasaki second. Okay, so Nagasaki was the finisher, indeed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's kind of... About 80,000 people. It's kind of crazy that... I mean, has something like that happened since then? Mm-mm. Has anyone been bombed that big of a bomb since then? No, 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 no. It's kind of shocking that it hasn't happened again. Well, that's, I mean... That's been the last 90 years or 80 years of uh, politics is all, we've got nudes. Yeah, we, it's we just all nukes. these countries just holding their dicks, staring at each other, basically. And, and then the uh, NATO is like, hey, guys, like you can't use those. And like, we're like, everybody's like, we don't even have any anymore. I don't know what you're talking what about. Nukes? <laughs> what nukes? What nukes? <laughs> okay, so fat, you're awarding it to Fat Man? Yep, Fat Man. Fat Man, okay. Good job, Fat Man. Uh, my best finish, my first one is going to go to Tim Tebow. Nice. Uh, wild card game versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, actually yesterday was the 11 year anniversary of this game. Fun fact. Mm. Uh, first play of overtime, throws a game winning walk off 80 yard tug to Demarius Thomas. RIP Demarius Thomas. And I just very distinctly remember being in Guad, everyone watching that game and everyone going nuts because it was ridiculous. So... What a finish. Walk-off overtime TD is doesn't get much better than that. Correct. It's a great pick. Uh, yeah, the, the pass was awesome. It was I, I don't think anybody thought he had it in his bag. Just no. Nobody was like, no, he's not hitting this pass. And he did. He hit it. Was it. He just, drilled it. Yeah, divine intervention, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only way to call it. Yep. Good pick. Um, I'm going to go back to sports here. I'm going to go TMAC 13 and 33 seconds. Mm. So the, I looked. I watched the video today. It's. I mean, it's still <laughs> fucking awesome. This was in the mid aughts. Do you know what the score was uh, right before he did this? Yeah, I assume it's painfully low. I'm gonna say some. So they were down twelve or something. They were down or, or seven. Seven. Oh, they six or something like that. I'm gonna say it was eighty-eight to eighty-one. It was 74 to 68, I think. Good, good, And then good. T-Mac hits a three and one three, another three, and then hits one with 1.7 seconds left. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, out of control. Yeah. Uh, that was a regular season game? Yeah. Forrest okay. Whitaker, eye and all. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tracy. Girl's name and all. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with basketball. Very similar. I'm gonna go mm. with our father, LeBron James. Yeah. Game five of the 2007 Eastern Conference Finals against the Detroit Pistons. Famously had, I lost it. 48, 47. I don't know what he had. Something like that. The famous stat though is that he scored the Cavs last. Let me burp. Hold on. 
last 25 points of the game, yeah. including 29 of their last 30. Also remember where I was watching this game and uh, just being blown away. This was kind of where he arrived. Yeah, the, this is LeBron's With the clutch sure. gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Boy to, boy to dumb way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with... This is a toss-up between two, but I only want to take one wrestling move. So I'm going to take the Stone Cold Stunner, mm. uh, which is, of course, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin's finishing wrestling move where he kicks him in the stomach, grabs their head, and then pops to the ground, and they hit his shoulder, and the people just fly up. The, the selling is what really makes it, of course, by, by the opponent in this situation. But also, the Stone Cold Stunner is always followed up with beers bashed over his head, and the crowd mm. just goes fucking nuts, so... It's the finishing move to the finishing move. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was not into wrestling as much as I wish I had been. I feel like there's still time for me to get into it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's right up my alley. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I was I was really into it as a kid. I was a big uh, Undertaker, and uh, that was my guy. Yeah, Undertaker. Okay. Gotcha. I think my mom probably just wouldn't have let me do it. I uh, when we got a PS One, it came with. Some like oh, demo. That game was awesome. You know where I'm going, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I didn't have the game. I had a demo. Did you okay. have the demo? I don't know. No, like we had the full game. Our PS1 came with some demos, and you could only do like was it a cage couple match? little games. Mm, I don't think it was cage match, but it was just in a typical ring, and it was two on two WWE, mm. and that was the most exposure I had to it. Yeah. Good pick. Uh, my third best finish of all time. I'm going to. Uh, the ending of Talladega Nights. When, I almost uh, put this on there. Well oh, done. Yeah, good pick. Ricky Bobby and Jean Girard crash in a fiery blaze, and uh, all the cars are no longer in service for the race, so they decide to foot race to the end. And mm-hmm. I just can't... Can you imagine if that happened in real life? How epic would that be? And oh, my God. Even though, as they point out, it definitely wouldn't count for anything, but no, it would count for pride, and it would count for history, and that's all Facts. that matters. So, Do you remember the song a, that was playing? Um, we belong. Nice. We yeah, belong absolutely. to the night. We belong yeah. to each other. Dun, 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 Pat Benatar. Dun, dun, Patty B. Dun, 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 dun. This is really trippy because my because my screen is backwards, so it's not mirror, <laughs> mirroring my hands. All right, so shouts Ricky Bobby and John Girard. Shouts Ricky. Um, all right. I'm going to go from Mortal Kombat. I'm going to go the Sub-Zero Spine Rip. It's where he uh, plops behind sure. them and just removes their spine from their body. It is uh, the most gory and hellish of all of the Mortal Kombat finishing moves. I would Fatalities say Fatalities is what they kind of call them in actuality, but they're f- finishing moves. Finishing moves. Yeah, they're the same. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, again, no chance in hell I would have ever been allowed to play that game until I was probably 18. Um, so I did not have Mortal Kombat. I don't even really remember playing Mortal Kombat at friends' houses. Although later, at some point, maybe when like newer versions came out, I seem mm-hmm. to remember that when the graphics got better and stuff, all those finishing moves were like ridiculous. You're ripping dudes' insane. eyes yeah. out of their buttholes and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure what's going on. But yes, the original Mortal Kombat, I feel like the, the Sub-Zero spine rip is all time. Yeah, totally. Um, all right. Uh, you went fighting. I'm going to go back to another movie. This one maybe you may not agree with. Um, 
This is the end. You've mm-hmm. seen the movie mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the end of the movie, the finish is just everybody goes to heaven and the Backstreet Boys are there and then everyone's basically just in a Backstreet Boys music video. It's awesome. Maybe it's maybe it's a cheap ending to the movie, but no. I loved thought it was great. Oh, it was fantastic. And everyone just dances great pick. And, then you, and then you float away. There Anybody who disagrees with this pick is wrong. They can get so. fucked. I, though, I do know the main character, you love that actor. Jay Baruchel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He sucks. <laughs> Whiny little bitch. Punchable face. Fuck you, Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, last right. one. For my final pick, I will also be going movie. And I'm mm. going with the Happy Gilmore final putt to finish uh, off Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Uh, for the gold jacket. That's what um, I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the final putt goes over slash through a fallen TV tower. It ricochets 13 times before coming out of the tube and then gracefully falling right into the hole. Did you read that somewhere or did you watch the clip and I count? I watched the 13? clip. I watched the clip and counted. Good. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. People are moving It's funny because the people in the crowd are like looking up and then they look yeah. down and then they look back up and you're like, there's no way it went like that. That's not possible. <laughs> uh, that's a fantastic pick. And as you were saying that, I started to realize the other stupid sports movies that you could have picked. Like the Iron Lotus. You could have gone with the oh, Iron Lotus. It was a great shit, finishing. That's good. Yeah. The uh, even the water boy. What's the was it the last play where come he th- and get uh, this one, Cougars? <laughs> Bobby throws it back yeah. to the, oh, yeah. to the quarterback. Yeah, that's the game winner. To Gibo, uh, you a gi- uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, but Happy Gilmore, I think that's the that probably is the best one. Yeah. Okay, my last pick. Uh, my best finish going to Pamela Anderson. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so you may be thinking this is this is one thing, but it's actually different. She did star in a sex tape with Tommy Lee. Yes. I have not viewed said sex tape. I can't speak to the finishes no. in the video. I thought, I thought I was wondering if one of us might draft a finish in that sort, but well, I, I wanted know. people to think that I was, but in fact, Pamela Anderson, her great grandfather Juho Hyaitian, was from Sari Jarvi, Finland. And changed his name to Anderson when he immigrated to Canada in the early 1900s. So that, of course, makes Pam Anderson Finnish. So That's she's a technically pick. a Finn. She's not a a, a Finnish. But I'm going to give her my top five finishes. I love this pick. Mm. Especially because when I was thinking of what I wanted for Finnish, I definitely wanted the Sub-Zero spine rip. And then I mm. wanted to get a famous Finnish person. Mm. I looked up famous Finnish people. There are not many. There aren't many, so I just thankfully stumbled on Finnish Americans. Like she's pretty, she's not pretty that fin? Finnish. Yeah, no, I'm saying like her grandfather was Finn. Okay, was Finnish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the first list I looked at was just like famous actual people from Finland, and it's a weak list. What about really Finn pancakes? <laughs> um, yeah, I have an honorable mention. We we just okay. get right into honorable mentions if you want to. Yeah, I don't have any, so you give okay. me yours. Uh, I had Tuka Rask, who is, um, of course, an NHL player, 15-year career with the Boston Bruins of Finnish mm. descent, and also Great. Linus something. I can't remember. I, I didn't write down his actual name because it was not important. But he um, invented the operating system Linux, uh, which is used in Android phones. Huh. Um, I believe he goes by Linus the Finn. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um one more honorable mention for wrestling is The People's Elbow, of course, by DTRJ. 
Um, and then my final, my final, honor, uh, my final honorable mention, excuse me, is Exotic Redwood, which is the number one ranked finish on Czar.com. On Czar? What is Czar.com? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Czar is like a woodworking slash, sure. you know, finishing yeah. website. Yeah. Got to pick, pick the best finish for your home. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good pick. Very good. Yeah, thank pick. you. Yeah. Did you come up with DTRJ, or did other people say that? I don't think I've ever heard anybody else say that. I haven't either. It's really yeah. good. <laughs> Wait, you've never heard me? I say that a I lot. Had, no, no, no. I, I know you yeah. have. I'm just, okay. I'm just wondering more if that's just something that you just abbreviated. That I don't think anybody uh, else has. No, I don't think they have either. It's really good. I've, I've been trying to get Nikki to use it at work. She won't do it. It rolls off the tongue. So <laughs> does, does. does she talk about DTRJ at work a lot? What? Well, he's an investor in, uh, oh. in Salt and Straw, and they do collaborations with his team. And they're, they're always like, well, Dwayne's not into this. Blah, blah, blah. Or they always say DJ. They go DJ. I just want her to come back with a, well, DTRJ could just do. <laughs> she needs to adopt it. Come on, in Nikki. A, in a very professional meeting, I think it would be. <laughs> really funny (laughs) it would be missed opportunity yeah (coughs) okay those were our top five finishes finish uh regular season is over in the nfl it is Is um is it what if they (laughs) i guess bill's bengals never finished so they never finished all the games but uh let's give out a couple awards bottom five finish in that game Bottom five. Yeah, that was the one of the worst finishes for yeah. sure. Thankfully, Demar Hamlin is not finished. No. Nope. Um, and by that I mean he's still alive. Okay. Yeah. Given out awards. Correct. We're gonna give out. You you tell me what you want to start, but you tell me how you want to do this. All right. I would. I like to do this. Let's let's go ahead and finish an, on an optimistic note. So yeah. I want to do a, a slight year in review, and okay. we'll just go from. We were gonna give three awards. Yep. Each of us have the same criteria. I imagine we might have... There'll be some crossover, I'm sure. Probably, yep. But we're going to go most disappointing team, most impressive team, and team with the best future. Okay. I can do that. Let's let's go ahead and start with most disappointing. I'd be shocked if we didn't have the same pick. I'd say there was actually one that maybe gave it a run for its money, but I think there's a clear cut. The clear cut favorite is the Denver Broncos, right? It is the Denver Broncos, for sure. Yeah. After all the hype, they traded... Uh, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth. They finished the season 5-12. and 12, And that's after winning their last two games against the Trace McSorley Cardinals and a Chargers team that didn't care about winning. In the week before those two games, they lost 51-14 to 14 to the Baker Mayfield Rams. That game was ridiculous. That was on that Christmas, was, right? Yeah. Like, this is season from hell. I can't imagine it going any worse. No. I, I saw that Russ was like giving all these positive quotes about how the the Bengals a couple of years ago turned it around from you know four and eleven to whatever they were the next year. But like they also had a rookie quarterback that made a leap. Like you're you're going the wrong way, bud. Yeah, <laughs> head the wrong direction. Slides not going up. Yeah, I really thought they were going to be good. I did not. I, I did wasn't too. talking about them. I totally did. De- dethroning the Chiefs. I was on board the Chiefs. Uh, shutting everybody up because there were people picking them last in the division and shit. That was bullshit. But uh, no, I thought the Broncos were really good. The next team I would have said is probably the Colts. Yes. But maybe that's just because we thought for sure they were winning the division. 
I thought I was going to go Colts until I looked through the uh, the standings a little bit more and then yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yeah, you can okay. maybe argue it because of the one fewer win, but. No, nah, it's Broncos. Yeah, it's Broncos. Consensus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most impressive team. This one's kind of tough. I'm going to go with the team that did not make the playoffs. Wait, sorry. They did make the playoffs. I messed up here. I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe that's just because we both thought they might be the worst team in the league. Yeah, I had, um, I had a bet on it, or I wanted to get a bet on you it. You did have a bet on it. Pretty pretty substantial bet on the pod yeah. bets. I mean, $20, but out of your 100 so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought they were going to be horrific. So I was most impressed with Gino and how Pete Carroll was able to coach that team to the playoffs. Um, and you, there's some other options. I'll let you go first, and then I'll talk through the other options. Okay. Uh, most impressive, I would say, obviously, that option's uh, tough not to go with Eagles, obviously, at 14-3. and three. Um, I just think that, for me, it was the Niners finishing the season 13-4, and four, winning their last six games with a rookie quarterback, the Mr. Relevant pick. Um, just a, kind of a master class in coaching by Shanahan, and their, their defense is terrifying. It's really good. Yeah, I don't know why I grazed over the Eagles. I guess the Eagles probably is the right pick. Um, San Francisco, it is impressive because they went, you know, through three different quarterbacks and and they're going they're we're perverts now. Witnesses mm-hmm. to, to the perd volution. Um but I think I mean they just have a stacked roster. They have That's true. You're absolutely right. Uh you know, they have elite level running back, wide receiver, tight end. They have awesome lines, awesome D line, awesome linebackers. So I'd say the Giants and the Vikings yeah. have to be mentioned. The Vikings, I know mm. they're frauds, but like so you're just you're just not impressed. I'm just saying their record is impressive. That's true. It's impressive that they found a way to win all those games. But I guess that's they're true. not an impressive. I would team. I would lean Giants. Giants are probably maybe the right pick. Okay, all right, fair enough. But I'll so we got Seahawks and uh, so what did you pick? The Eagles though. I picked Niners or Niners. Okay, all right, Niners. Yep. Okay. Uh, best future. Brightest future. This one's tough. I kind of want to go with the Jags. Oh, I love it. I love this pick. T-Law, the last half of the season was fantastic, although he didn't play great last week. Um, They're in a division that's notably always bad, where the Colts are a disaster. Houston's one of the two worst teams in the league. And then Tennessee, you know, they don't have a quarterback. They've got a great coach, and they've got some pieces, but... It seems mm-hmm. like the division could be the Jags for the next five years because yeah. they're the only team in that division that has a quarterback. And Trevor Lawrence was one of the best prospects of all time that everyone kind of forgot about because Urban Meyer almost ruined him. Yeah. And they came on. They won a bunch of games at the end of the season, and I think they have a really bright future. I like this pick. Yeah, that, that was this was definitely in my top two or three of what I considered because I, I really like all their skill players. I like their defense. I think yeah. they have a lot of things they can do. Got dudes. Um, I would say my best future is kind of a funny pick, considering that they really have no solution at quarterback right now. But the New York Jets are built to win like right now. Like they're a good team, and their defense is nasty. The skill positions are really good. They have a coach that I think all the guys want to play for. I think they're a team that is like funny enough, like a Geno Smith, like just an average quarterback away from being an eleven and six, twelve and five team. That's all you need is some guy who can manage the game. I think you're right. I opted to go the opposite way and just only 
only count teams that have a quarterback now because as a team, it is so important. It as is. as it a is. as a fan of a team who has kind of felt like that for half of the past decade, like yeah. every other year, I kind of feel like we've got pieces that if we got a decent to above average quarterback, we'd be contenders. And and then it's just also not that easy to get. Like no, you still not. have to get lucky. It really isn't. But no, you're right. It still it still has to happen, and you still have to be set up for success. And maybe you can land a free agent, and maybe you can get lucky in the draft. But the Jets are there. Um, who else did I? Oh, I, you know, I know this might sound dumb, but like I wouldn't count the Bears out totally because no. they now have no. they're gonna probably trade that pick and get a haul. And so they should, they could retool pretty quickly. And I what think a field, huge blunder by real. the Texans. That's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, I it has Not to good. be like a big middle finger by Lovey. Like they must have told him he was out before the year. I don't understand why you wanted to lose. Lovey is a good coach. Why D- haven't the Texans it. now done this? Was it is it two years in a row that they hired somebody and fired him within a year? Um, this was I thought this was Lovey's second year, was it not? Oh, maybe it was Lovey's second year. Okay, but the guy before that, I'm pretty sure they yeah, hired, and it was quick, another, yeah. it was another African American guy, and everyone was like, "That's right." Oh, he was That's just right. a stopgap right. coach, and like, man, they're just a mess. They're Davis like, Mills, uh-uh, not the we'll answer. do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we fired Lovey too. It yeah. wasn't just, it wasn't just the first guy. <laughs> Uh, okay. And then I also wanted to mention the Bengals because uh, I yeah. love Joey B and they also are stacked, but they kind of feel like they if they don't win one in the next two or three years that they could be in danger of like missing their window and having to pay guys because they got to pay Higgins and Chase and Mixon and Burrow and all their, you know, defensive mm-hmm. guys and so and already with like a deteriorating O line. So Yeah, right. So, I'd say for the next two to three years, you could argue the Bengals. Um, But once they got to give Burrow a huge contract, that may slip. So, Mm -hmm. okay, those are our awards. Awards. Any thoughts just on Week 18 in general? Um, No real thoughts. I will say, I don't know if you felt this at all. The extra week is kind of a lot. And those last few weeks of the NFL season, they're they're taking up so many days of NFL. It's it's kind of an exhausting amount of football. Yeah, I could probably I could probably go without that extra week somehow. Yeah. It's Shocking nice. to say because obviously it's like football is my favorite sport. Um but and it's not just even like the extra week is that they're like, hey, we're going to play Thursday two games and then Saturday we're going to play three and take up the whole day. And then Sunday we're going to space it weird and it's going to be all day again. And we're going to give you, you know, I guess this week there wasn't a Monday night game, but geez, man, it's a lot. Yeah, I think uh, I think I actually did a better job this year of just opting to bail and not watch. Like I didn't watch really any on Christmas. I didn't, fuck the lemons uh, and bail, yeah. Fuck the lemons and bail. Um I, I think that's the key is start start to start to pick and choose like I don't know that I need to see that game. I also mentioned I didn't you, really like watch I, on Saturday. I've been traveling uh, early mornings on Mondays, so every now and then uh, Sunday night game I go to bed at halftime and just see what happens in the morning. It's mm. kind of weird. I like to stay up and watch, but you know, gotta do it for your sanity. So you gotta. I do say I do like that idea of adding another week. Adding a bye week for everybody, pushing the Super Bowl to 
to President's Day and then having it be a holiday. That's that's a good. That idea. would be fantastic. See, yeah. that's different. Although just, I don't think we get so that. It's more so just the, the weeks. I think that they're taking up four or five days. It's just a little bit. Yeah, more. keep it to Sundays. Just keep yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I would like to mention. I don't know how many listeners out there had a predicament in their fantasy football championship, but I would like to highlight and actually li- listener and acquaintance Graham Bogomil. Okay, he's our friend. He uh, he and I both had the same idea of we allowed the teams in the championship that had Bills and Bengals players to take their scores from Week 17 and just add the points of their players from Week 18 that were on the Bills and Bengals, which, right. I don't know, people were up in arms about that, but I felt like that was the most fair way to Why do it. Why is that unfair? I don't understand. It's, it wasn't it's an not, injury. It's not it's, unfair. It's yeah. not unfair other than the fact... The biggest problem becomes all the governing bodies of ESPN and Yahoo and Sleeper and stuff... They just took the easy way out and said, well, shit happens. Whatever the score ended at the end of that game, that's the score. And so then everyone all of a sudden just goes, all right, well, that's what the governing body said, so that's what it should be. Well, that's bullshit. Like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to no. choose that. So no. I don't think that's the most fair way. Like, I don't think... Because that it really it did affect who won our championship in my home league if we had just left it the way it was. The guy who clearly had the inferior team and should not have won... Because Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs only needed three more points for the rest of the game or whatever it was. They didn't get a chance to. It's like, uh, you want to win a championship that way? That's kind of lame. Wait, so, so did you? Did he not? Did he end up winning your league so they, So Trey is the guy who had Diggs and Allen. And because we made that ruling, Trey ended up winning because we allowed him to take Allen and Diggs points from week 18 and carry him over to Which was the fair thing to do. I thought so too. And Graham said, because he had Chase and Burrow, and his league almost unanimously unanimously voted against that. Which is crazy. And he needed like 50 points too. They would have had to have awesome games. (laughs) Right, exactly. Which I don't think they probably did against, uh, you know, week 18. I I don't even know if they ended up doing the other thing, which was the... Um, they wanted to just allow all of the scores to reset again, so he would have just still been down two players from the week before. It's like, okay, thanks. Wait, reset all the... Oh, you mean like so add on? Make it instead of... It's already a two-week championship. They make it a three-week championship. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize it was a two-week championship. Yeah. No, that's lame, too. And then some people suggested, well, let's just reset the scores and just play a one-week championship for week 18. And I'm like... No, no. No, no, That's no. stupid, too. So, anyway, I think we're on the right side of history Anyways, there. I agree. And I would you like to mention Sam Howell, 1-0, as a Washington commander, whooped up on the Cowboys. It was very satisfying. He didn't look big, he, or didn't look bad. He's bigger than I thought. He can kind of take, he can kind of do out some beatings. He's a beast, and he can run. So, yeah. I, he looks weird. I think he's a weird dude. He, like, doesn't eat red meat. He's, he's very strange. Um, he doesn't eat red mm-hmm. meat? Yeah, I know calls himself a man not because of like some moral thing it's just because he doesn't like the taste he only eats did he call it icky because that would make me feel it's gross is what he said (laughs) uh i would like to also mention that they did go over seven and a half wins and that was uh, that made me high feed i'm happy for you doll yeah speaking of that well you have anything else on week 18 i don't we're gonna give you a recap before the season we each gave eight to ten Futures bets, prop bets. We're going to tell you how we did on those. <coughs> Coin, I will say, you sent me your list, and I went back and listened to the pod and wrote yours down before you sent them to me. 
and the amounts that you said on the pod were slightly different. Okay. And they think they were more favorable. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you those. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I don't know if you added yours up. I'll tell you where I had you. Uh, you went three and five on $100 worth of bets for minus $10. Hey, that's not bad. Okay. Minus 10. So recap, you, ha- you want to list them or you want me to? No, you got it. Okay. Colts to win the AFC South. Tough one. Not good. Ravens to win the AFC North. That was really tough because Lamar missed a month. Um, they probably would have won. They should have won he, that division. Plays. Yeah, they, they should have won. You also had a little parlay on the Colts, Ravens, and Bills to win the division. So obviously Bills hit, but the other two didn't. Uh, you did have Seahawks' worst record in the league. <laughs> uh, very confident about that one, and that was a fail. Um, you had Von Miller under nine and a half sacks, which was he had eight sacks in 11 games and then tore something and he was out. So, hey, it's a bet on... An old guy staying healthy, so it's not exactly. a bad bet. And I just didn't see it happening. And you were right. Great, great bet. Your best bet, Bills and Chiefs to make playoffs at minus 135. That was free money, for sure. Yeah, free money. It was easy. Kind of pissed I didn't put some more money on that. Mm-hmm. You had Aaron Jones over nine and a half touchdowns. Yeah, um, he had two rushing, five receiving, so needed three he more. He scored one touchdown in the last seven weeks. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. A.J. Dillon got a lot. Yeah. So he's, he mm-hmm. vultured him off. But then you also had Julio Jones under 575 yards, and he did not get close Julio. to that. No. <laughs> that was, as you mentioned, a vendetta pick. So mm-hmm. uh, minus 10 bucks, pretty close to even. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, coin, I went four and six. I gave out 10 bets. <clears throat> Giants under seven wins. That one did not hit. Mm-hmm. Bills over 11 and a half wins. That did. Nice. Um, had a bunch of losers in a row. Hawks under on wins. I had the Cardinals to lose in the wild card round. Oops. Um, I also bet no ties would happen. And what happened the first week of the season? <laughs> Colts Texans tie. Colts Texans. Thank you. I bet basically that Washington would win the NFC East. So that was not good. I did have DeAndre Swift over 1,300 yards, which he was like well on pace through the first month. And then he got hurt. And then when he came back, they just didn't give him the ball. He Jamal like, Williams was just like, I'm going to have every yeah. touchdown. He had 70. DeAndre Swift had 70 fewer touches this year than last year. And I thought they were going to feed him. So that's a bummer. However, this is where the good ones start. Rodgers over six and a half picks. That was a Great fucking bet. lock. That hit Great in like bet. seven weeks. Uh, T. Higgins over 1,000 yards. Despite the fact that he only played like 13 and a half games, he had 1,029 yards. And then finally... The, the, best, gras, the, piece de the coup de gras, the bet we've been talking about for weeks. Patrick Mahomes to lead the league in passing yards. Justin Jefferson to lead the league in receiving yards as a parlay. 80 to 1. Coin uh, and I did, in fact, each put $5 on that for Let's four go. hundo. Four hundo apiece. In my pod bet, I bet $3.20 to win uh, $2.56. Hey, um, there you go. So, you went minus 10. I went plus 248 on my, which means I was minus on all the rest of my bets. But that's okay, because guess what? For the year, that puts your boy in the positives. Let's hey, go. Let's go, let's Noel. Go. What a uh, pick. As I mentioned, I have to figure out how to withdraw from Bovada, some, or the sketchy site we used to use. Yeah, you're good. Uh, but I'm I'll figure really it out. Worry about it. Money ain't We both owe each so. other a lot of money for various yeah. reasons. So. Exactly. Um, okay, yeah. So those are our those are our props overall of striking success. Over, Objectively you know, good. Plus two 
38 on the year mm-hmm. for the two of us. Love that. Fucking take your advice from us next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not counting last week's bookie show picks because they were kind of a shit show. Yep. But uh, I'm plus 124 now on the year. Nice. Coin, minus 435, but about to get hot. Combo nice. bets, minus 295. So we are minus 600, essentially, on the year. We were like minus we're 850, so we're climbing back. out of the hole is very doable. Yes, we can get it. We can get it. So no teaser night football. Nope. Uh, without further ado, what's your first pick, Coin? Number one pick. Niners minus 10, minus 110, a lock for you, boy. They're so much better than the Seahawks. I know it's technically a division game. The Seahawks are the we're happy to be here team, and the Niners are we're here to fucking win the Super Bowl team. So I just, this is not going to be close. I appreciate your confidence. I will not be betting this with you. I think if I had a gun to my head, I would lean Hawks. This is also a Thursday night game that happened like three weeks ago that you correctly told me that I was wrong when I wanted to bet the Niners and the Seahawks. Yeah, this is play. different, though. It is different. It is different. Um, I'm staying away from that um, spread, let's just okay. say. But I, I respect it. My first pick, Cowboys, Buccaneers, under 45. Like it. I like it. Uh, probably recency bias because the, I watched the entire Cowboys game this week. They apparently are the number one scoring offense over the past like eight weeks in the entire league. But I just watched them for a whole game, and they are not good. Um, Bucks have a pretty decent defense. Bucks do not have a good offense, and the Cowboys have a good defense. Um, just feels like a, a slugfest a little bit. So I think, you know, 21-17, something like that gets it done. I don't know who wins. I'm scared to bet this game, honestly. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to put any bets on this game. It's kind of scary. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next pick. Niners in there again, but it's a teaser. Down to minus four. Chargers plus five. Bengals minus point five. Six point teaser plus 160. Wow, look who's finally come all the way around yeah. on the bang. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's going to be Huntley or who's playing for the Ravens? So chance is Lamar. I think it's worth getting in now just because if it is for sure Huntley, I just can't imagine this stays at six and a half. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, I'll, I'll give you my teaser then, which includes two of the same games. I think this is actually the exact teaser that's mentioned on a certain podcast we like to listen to, but mm-hmm. I'm going to steal it from them anyway. 10 point teaser, three team. I'll go San Francisco down to a pick em. I'll go mm-hmm. chargers up to plus nine and I'm go bills minus half a point. Um, I think it's feasible that the Jags beat the chargers. They it beat is. them earlier in the year Certainly, by a bunch. Yeah. I think there's. Do they beat them by double digits? I would be shocked. Yeah, I can't. And I do think San Francisco does win. I think uh, Seattle has garbage time potential to to keep it close. I do think the Bills slaughter the Dolphins. So a uh, couple pickums and Chargers keep it close for that's like minus one thirty. I think on on my um, website. It's a good pick. Probably more worth it than mine, honestly, just for for ease of mind. You might be sweating. Yeah, I, I was looking. Line. I was considering like a six, and then I looked at a seven, and I looked at an eight, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go ten. <laughs> yeah, ten's good. Yeah. Um, I'm ripping this one straight from you, Noel. Ooh. I would like Daniel Jones over rushing yards mm. in the Vikings-Giants game. Nice. Um, I couldn't find it. Mine doesn't have player props up yet, 
Um, mm-hmm. But I imagine you said it's usually sitting around 40-ish, right? 35, 40? I think that's what it was when I was betting it, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I like I like that. I think the Dable schemes him open in a few a few times, um, and I, I just like that one. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. They probably will try to get him to run more than they get him to throw. Um, yeah. And they're... I think that's when they're the most dangerous is when he's running. So I agree. I'm um, curious to see what that line is, but I may jump on that with you. I'll stick to that game too. I'm just going to go for it, and I'm just going to go Vikings minus three. I know you hate the Vikings. Me? I do not. I like this oh. pick. Oh, you yeah, do like this pick. pick. Okay, okay. Um, they're obviously frauds, but I'm going with pedigree a little bit. I get that Dave Ole's been there before. Daniel Jones, I don't know. Kirky surprisingly has some decent playoff moments. I remember he yeah. beat the Saints. He threw that game winner to Rudolph. That was maybe a push off against the Saints and a big yep. upset. So Kirky can win a playoff game in the wild card round. And uh, I think they're gonna they're feeling a little disrespected. I think I everyone's think counting too. them out. Everyone's betting the Giants. So I'll th- I think they can win by three. My dream, my dream is that they uh, they win this game by a lot, so that they're it's like Niners minus. Four or five next week, and yeah, then right. I will be <laughs> hammering that game. <laughs> I feel like I'd the best you like can hope for is like five and a half. Oof. But we'll see. I yeah, you never know. Maybe Purdy throws a bunch of picks and they squeak yeah. out a win. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, no, well, not great. Need yeah, because you need to win by ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm actually. So this is okay. Never mind. I'll do that one last. Um, all right, I'm going to go to Bills-Dolphins game, and I'm going to give you a little combo touchdown action. I've got a special on mine. It is Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs to each score a touchdown at plus 275. Okay. I think that Allen likes to do it himself in the playoffs, and my God, this guy knows how to feed Diggs. <laughs> he just, he's always there. He's always running open. That threat Diggs, Diggs is so fun. I love, yeah. I love Stefan Diggs. As do I. As do yeah. I. He's very, very, very good. Um, okay, I like that. I'm going to stick in the Giants-Minnesota game for one more. And I don't know if this is a... I imagine I could find this bet. I just I just brained it. Is that a word? Oh, I yeah, for sure. Came yeah. up with it. I think the Giants will have over two and a half sacks against the Vikings. Oh, you can certainly bet that. They, they average about two and a half sacks a game on the year. So mm-hmm. I don't know, probably even odds, roughly. Over two and a half sacks, but I just envision uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is really good. That dude destroyed the Commanders. Like I really, really us. wanted him to fall to the Falcons, like really yeah. badly. Yeah, and sweet. So I just envision Kirky getting sacked a few times. I think they could still pull out the win, but they get some pressure on Kirky. So mm-hmm. now this is a good bet. If I can't find if you can that, find it, if you can find it, I'll get it yeah. out with you. Okay, and I'll tell you my backup if I can't find it. But you have another one or a couple more. You go. You go for it. I have one more. If I can't find it, I'm just going to bet Dak to throw a pick, whatever that the odds are. Great bet. That dude sucks. He tried to throw like four picks to us, and we only, we only got one of them. But. I'd venture as far as to say that he enagooned. Enagooned, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, my last one, Noel, is a weird one. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, and I think this is available every game, actually. You can bet DraftKings squares, as in like Super Bowl squares, with like the finishing numbers, and I would like... Vikings six, Giants three. It's plus five hundred. I think it's sixteen to thirteen at half, guaranteed. Oh, at half. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. Oh, no, but no, no, you no. get any, you any get all quarter, of them, any quarter, yeah. But I and think then, at halftime it is sixteen thirteen. How does it work? Do you get 
more money for final versus half or is it just you hit any of them and you win or i don't know? know i wonder if it pays out multiple times that would be sweet because you know like in super yeah. bowl squares normally because it pays out like if you have zero zero and it's like 10 10 at half and zero zero to start like but usually it's like 25 bucks for halftime oh and then know, 50 or fourth quarter 25 or for your first quarter 50 for half 25 third 100 for game or something mm-hmm. i don't know you know so yeah, I'm curious to know. I like that six three. So mm-hmm. wait, sixteen thirteen Vikings at half? A half. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh odd, but I like it. <laughs> Thanks. Roll with it. Mm-hmm. Do we have to take an underdog pick? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Uh, I don't know if we have to or not. I think we should. Okay. Well, I know Which who my pick will be, even though I don't like any of them. Yeah, I think obviously, you're gonna pick too. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna pick Bucks. I am probably gonna pick Bucks. Okay. Mainly because I do think the Chargers are gonna win, and I'm pretty much I just toss up between Bucks and Cowboys. So you could go. So what do I got? I so got, it, well, that doesn't leave you with much. You could go Giants, I guess, if I took Bucks or Jags, unless if you're if you think they can. because that's it, right? It's, I, mean, be, I know you're I'm not, not picking obviously. Ravens. I'm not picking Dolphins. I'm not picking Seahawks. We could, we could pick both pick bucks. Let's I pick guess. both pick bucks. Yeah, let's okay. pick bucks. All right, go bucks. We'll be rooting bucks. for the bucks. We don't want yeah. the Cowboys to win that. No. Will I be rooting for Tom Brady? We'll see. Although the Cowboys Eagles would probably be a better game. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Wouldn't count mm-hmm. out Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think now it's time to pick our brackets. Yes, let's do it. Who do you got in the AFC Championship? No. AFC Championship, just to throw a little wrench in there, because I think you might go a little chalky-chalky. I'm going to go Bills-Chargers. I okay. like the Chargers. For the th- It's tough to beat a team three times in a season. I think, you know, like, Herbert really likes to show up against the Chiefs, I feel like. Uh, he's, he got ribs, like, busted up in that first game. They didn't really get that close in the second one. They've got Keenan Allen kind of looking healthy again. Eckler is really rolling. This team could do some damage. I think that there's a chance they beat the Chiefs. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, you bet your ass I'm going damn near chalk on this thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Chiefs and Bills. I did consider... I think I might have picked Bengals over Bills if it wasn't for the DeMar Hamlin thing, and now I just feel like it's the motivation factor. Oh, baby. I'm just, Team I'm not of Destiny picking vibes it. hardcore. I think I might throw a little Super Bowl bet down right now. And I just I just can't bet these Chargers. I mean, the people have been saying the Chargers are a Super Bowl threat for freaking 10 years, and they just never do. So I just they, they got to show it. And I mean, I guess eventually they're going to break through, and then you, you can be ahead of the curve when you call it. But... Uh, I don't buy it, and I don't buy the Jags actually beating the Chiefs or anything. So, yep. Okay, NFC. NFC. Uh, I've got chalk here, though. I'm going Niners Eagles. I think these are As the two best I. teams, like head head and shoulders above the other ones. Actually, it's not the really the NFC close. is disgusting, and I, you know, I guess the if I if I wanted to zag, I would have to go like Dallas or something because God, I just can't see. I could see Minnesota. I really could. Just somehow, just continuing what they've done all year and eking it out. 
But Minnesota could get super lucky against the Niners. Like, you know, yeah. they just like those passes go like six inches further one way or the other, and Jefferson has 200 receiving yards. Like, it's not crazy. Yeah. If, if some coach can find a way to totally fuck with Brock Purdy, I know he's been awesome, but he's still a rookie and he's still a seventh round pick. So, yeah. He could throw three picks and they could lose to somebody. Um, yep. And then Eagles. Really, the only reason I'm picking the Eagles, I think if the Bucks and Cowboys were on separate sides of the bracket, I might be inclined, more inclined to pick one of them. But I just don't know who's going to win that game, so I don't feel inclined to then pick them to beat the Eagles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. It's kind of like a March yeah. Madness scenario where it's like, well, yeah. I'm not going to pick them to go on it further. So, yeah. So I have one, two, one, two in my nice. uh, AFC championship. I will say, last year was kind of an anomaly. Most years. In recent history, one, two, one, three, the bye teams, yeah, like three of the four bye teams make it. So yeah, I know there's basically. no, there's only one bye now, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, Super Bowl, who you got? No surprises. I got Bills over Niners. I'm ready mm. for it. It's Josh's time to shine, and I, team of destiny, man. When something like this happens, team rallies around it. People are people are all hyped. It's fun stuff, you know. Bills take two kickoffs back. Little, little sus in my book. That's all I'm gonna say, but. <laughs> Team of Destiny, I like it. Um, yeah, I know. And I'm just going to do what I do every single year, and I will be taking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Um, over Eagles or over Niners? I'm going to go over Niners because I've been talking a lot of mad shit about Jalen Hurts all year about how... I feel like you have to do it. He's going to lose in the playoffs. I just didn't realize that his competition was going to be so weak. Yeah, it's bad. There's nobody I really want to bet Not on good. NFC. So no. could be Eagles, but gosh. Chiefs Niners is fine. We did a rematch from a few years ago. What's what what's they, the what's the most exciting? Bills was it Bills Eagles would be pretty cool, I guess. Bills what Eagles would be, would be pretty sweet. Like fan base wise, that'd be pretty awesome. The Eagles just won one though. Who would be what about like Bills Cowboys? That actually would be pretty sweet. And I would just have to root super hard for the Bills. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would be fun to see. Well, no, I don't. It wouldn't be fun for the Cowboys to make it. I, I feel like it. least. I feel like least fun game is Chiefs Bucks again, right? I don't think anybody Ooh, wants that. Bucks. Yeah, probably. I really would pretty much any that. team besides the Bucks in the NFC is interesting. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> a Giants, a Giants Super Bowl run. <laughs> what if the Giants beat the Chiefs? And the Giants become like <laughs> that they were for Eli against Brady again. Oh man, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Who would you would you root for all the NFC teams over the Chiefs? No, no, no. no. Okay. I like Mahomes. I like the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm fine too. with it. I just think it'd be funny. Yeah. I I'd think if I root for most of the NFC teams over the Bengals, so I'd be right though. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty much rooting for the AFC team no matter what. Unless it's yeah. Kirk. Unless it's Kirk. I'll root yeah, for Kirk. If Kirk makes it, that's my dream. So <laughs> Okay, there you have it. And uh Super Bowl MVPs, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, I'm guessing. Yep. Yep. Holy shit, there was a huge bang outside. It's still echoing. I don't know what that what that was. Oh. Okay. Um what time is it now? It is 10.33. Hmm. I'm inspired by this shitty show with Kobe Smulders. That's right, everybody. 
It is time for Stump Town, the show. Yeah. We're on alternating weeks. Mm. Noel will try mm. to stump me, but on this week, it is my turn to go. And so in that case, I will be trying to stump him with a question that I have written in this Word document. Noel. Yeah. As I alluded to earlier, the Niners are having an incredibly impressive showing and seemingly are hitting their stride at the right time. But I think everybody knows the biggest question mark is still going to be, can they win it all with Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback? Coming into this playoffs, 23 rookies have started playoff games at quarterback. Only two have ever made it to the championship round. None have reached the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy is on a team that follows the outline for successful playoff teams, though, as they tout the number one scoring defense in the NFL and a top five rushing offense. The other six teams, or the six teams that have won playoff games with rookie quarterbacks in scoring D were ranked three were first, two thirds, and a fourth. And the rushing attacks were one, two seconds, a third, and a fourth, also a 15th, but we don't care about that one. Yeah, fuck that. Purdy is obviously the only rookie quarterback this year, and we'll be following up Mac Jones from last year, who got blown out 47-17 to 17 by Buffalo. Hopefully Brock <laughs> Purdy follows a different path, one laid out by the previous six players, five of which have been since the year 2000. I would like you to name me three of the five quarterbacks. That have won a playoff game. Rookie, rookie. quarterbacks who have won a playoff game. Russell Wilson. Correct. Against? <laughs> RG3. <laughs> That's a sad one. A Seal Terry. That's the one he got hurt, yeah. <laughs> a Seal Terry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going gut here. I don't know. I'm going to go Andrew Luck. Nope. Oh, okay. I thought maybe same year that he did that. In the last, what, since what year? Since 2000. Let's go with Flacco. Great pick, Noel, in 2008. Joe Flacco won his playoff debut. And then won a second game, led his team to the AFC Championship. And then let's go with Mark Sanchez. The Sanchez, baby. 2009, the next year after Joe Flacco, did it again with the Jets. Took the Jets to the AFC Championship game. You and have not then been let's go with genius. Tim Tebow. Incorrect, Noel. I'm oh, sorry. okay. <laughs> uh, How many other six? Okay, you can tell me the rest. Five, five total. Um, okay. Those are the three I thought you'd probably get. There was a fourth okay. I thought pretty confident you would. It was Ben Roethlisberger in 2004. Mm. Um, been tough, but yeah. The next one is really hard. He was definitely filling in. TJ Yates. Mm, I do remember this playing for Houston against yep. the uh, Raiders. Correct. Against Matt against, McGloin. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it's weird. I feel like that game wasn't that long ago. When was it? I don't know. 2011 is what it says, but I thought that game was like 2015. Mm, it doesn't seem long ago, but unless TJ Yates started multiple playoff games. Let's say yeah, maybe that, he it, probably did. There was the one against the Bengals. Was there it one against the Bengals? Was against the Bengals. I'm pretty sure. And he was filling in. He was playing against somebody filling in for a hurt Andy Dalton. I'm pretty sure. Or Andy Dalton was playing or something like that. Andy Dalton just wasn't good. Maybe it was. The problem. That's true. Yeah. Um. 
Yep, Bengals. 31-10. He went 11 for 20 for 160 yards and a touchdown. But I'm guessing my guy went off, Arian Foster. I would imagine. I have not seen said game. Okay. Let's see. (coughs) Okay. Oh. Arian Foster, two touchdowns. Sick. Player stats, I will tell you right now, he had... 24 carries, 153 yards, and two touchdowns, and three catches for 30 yards. Fuck yeah. That's my guy. Fuck yeah, Arian. Great, great job, Noel. You have not been stumped. You are a certified genius. Really good stumped down coin. Thank you, Noel. That is going to do it for another episode of The Rookie Show. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Coin, yeah. where can they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Noel and I are both taking a hiatus right now, but we'll be back. Just follow. It's like it's like pre-sale tickets. Just yeah, like exactly. sign up, and then when, when they come you know, up, you'll be the first. You're getting to know. content in the future, just not right That's now. That's right. Uh, I will. Can, I still. I downloaded the Twitter for Rookie Show specifically, so I'm still posting on there. Oh, good. Okay, good. Uh, you can follow me at Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. C, of course, stands for Chiefs over Niners. Nice. Yeah. Okay, who's gonna play us out this week? Mm, play us out. AFI. <coughs> AFI. You have to remind me what. Do they sing Miss Murder? They do. Mm, what's their second best song? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> All right, we'll play it. Or we'll play, play Miss it. Murder. We'll see. You'll mm-hmm. never know. Okay, we'll see you later. <laughs>